Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, former Razorback pitcher, former major leaguer, Mike Bolsinger, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Mike, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Man, we're good. I'm in Omaha. I'm in uh, I'm in Aggie Hell right now. I'm surrounded by Texas A&M fans who are getting uh, juiced up for their game with Oklahoma today. They're the first guy I saw crack a Bloody Mary about 9:15 this morning. So I think they'll be good and ready for the first game. And uh, I'm guessing that tomorrow we'll probably get a similar response from some Arkansas fans, which will be a lot more fun. Oh, I miss it out there in Omaha. I miss the old stadium. I haven't been to a new one yet. Um, hopefully one day I can make it out there. Yeah, having gone to both, I will say, I mean, the new one certainly has, as you would expect, some cool amenities, and it's a really neat place. But I, I did, I did like Rosenblatt as well. So, all right. So when we say College World Series to you, what what are some of the first things that come to mind? When we went in two thousand nine, the Virginia game, I think. Uh, man, that was an awesome game. Eidner hitting that home run. You know, we yeah, have just. Winning in, in Florida State in 2009, that was a huge deal. It was a lot of fun. Man. We had a good group of guys. I had a blast. And, you know, with me coaching now, always they always like to hear about, you know, Omaha and, and whatnot and what it's like. And it's just, you know, you got to be there to really witness what it's like. We had uh, Justin Wells on earlier this week, and he said the same thing, uh, memories from 09. It's that Eibner home run. Uh, man, what's that like? I mean, bottom of the ninth, down to your last out, down to your last strike, and you get a home run like that. Just the the, the swing of emotions. What's that like, Mike? You know, uh, you can't describe it. You know, now being a coach, you know, back then I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, what just happened? You know, how could this even happen? Now coaching, it's like, well, I've seen, I have seen it all <laughs> um, from the worst to to the best. So, um you know, it's it was storybook. You know, they should make a movie about it. Honestly, let's be honest about it. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, give us your best Dave Van Horn story. You know, when people ask about him, what's he like? Uh, give us a story about Coach. Um, man, I'll be honest. I can't even remember college too much. I just remember him being an awesome coach. Um, Especially back in 2009, uh, when things were going, I know 2009 was an interesting year for us. You know, we ended up being number one in the nation, and then we just hit some sort of roadblock. I think we lost like our last three series. We went 0 for 9 in SEC. Uh, didn't even know if we'd make a regional. And I think, you know, what he's shown is just kind of the leadership, the leadership that he that he took in that in those hard times. I mean, obviously, he was, you know, he's not going to be disappointed, but I think he, he, he kept it pretty pretty loose. You know, we were still messing around, having little inter-squad games where pitchers were hitting, just trying to – I think he was just trying to keep us having fun. Man, I remember getting into that regional at Oklahoma, and we just caught on fire. But, you know, it's, it's the things that he does. Like I said, he kept us kind of loose. While also, hey, you know, we we got to work hard. You know, it's not over till it's over. So I just think him being a a great leader and a great coach. You know, I still talk to him every now and then. You know, wishing him good luck and, and things like that. And I saw him up at the Rangers Stadium last year when they had a tournament. 
Yeah, he's a good dude, and obviously, look what he's doing with that program, and and you know everything that he's he's gotten. Um, you know, it's well deserved. Good dude, great coach. Talk Maybe to Mike one Wilson. day I could coach beside him. Sorry, talking to Mike Bolsinger on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, pitching coach for Millsaps College. So as you move into that role, Mike, uh, you know Dave Jorn's another guy to ask you about. I mean, he's a certainly a, was a familiar face around Arkansas baseball for a long time. And then also coaches that I guess you learn from in the majors. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know. Usually, you hear from coaches they try to take a little bit from everybody. Anything that stands out from from any particular coach that was particularly effective, and you're trying to utilize now? You know, Coach Jordan was was awesome too. Um, he kept it back to the basics and was actually a coach. Um, I think nowadays, this new analytical world in baseball, let's look at a computer screen hey look at these numbers go do this and come back and if it doesn't work we can do this you know he went he was old school you know we're sitting there doing towel drills making our deliveries better it's our throwing program and everything that he's kind of taught me and everything that i've kind of learned from these big leaguers you know it's it's amazing when you fill a bullpen you have greg maddox oral hershiser and sandy kofax standing behind you and they're kind of critiquing you on, hey, you know, do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, and not having a computer in front, but more hands-on. So that's the kind of way that I like to go about my business as a pitching coach. I like to go hands-on with these kids, and I think they get it a little bit more. You know, as coaches, we're coaches. We have to coach, and we have to teach these kids. Um, and I think that's something that these maybe the new school kind of coaches forget about. But, um, you know, I've learned a lot. I, I love Coach Jordan. I'm he caught me eating a peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich one day in the locker room. And for about a month, I would come to the field and make him one, uh, and we'd eat it together. I mean, this dude, he was an awesome guy. Um, and I keep in touch with him, too. I know he went to Korea and coached um, and was a pitching coach out there. So you know, another good dude. And, and, and Coach Butler, I know he's down at McNeese. I still talk with him. Um, and that says a lot. You know, I don't. I try to keep in touch with as many people as I can, but it's the important people like those guys. I, I, I really like to keep in touch with them because they're a huge influence on me. And, you know, we're a reason why I got to where I got in my career. Um, you know, they prepared me in college, but not only did they prepare me in college, they got me ready for the next level. Mike, when you uh, see some of the antics that are going on today in college baseball, uh, you know, Tennessee comes to mind, uh, the Oklahoma State second baseman uh, got a lot of criticism. How do you think the game should be played? You know, I think there's certain situations if you strike someone out, you can get pumped up. But to me, if I saw a pitcher just striking out, Let's say, for instance, a guy striking out everyone. You know, if he's just kind of looking at you and just walking off the field, that's more intimidating to me rather than someone screaming at me. Um, I like that. I like a guy, and I tell my players, I like a guy, I don't want to know if you're down by 10 or if you're throwing a perfect game. You should show no emotion because you're giving leverage either to a pitcher or to a hitter. Um, the bat flips and all that kind of stuff, man, I got when I was in Triple A, we had a guy hit a home run the night before I pitched, and my coach came up to me. and goes, "You're pitching them all right?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pitching." I won't tell his name, so I don't know. I don't want. To. 
But he came up to me. He's like, you're pitching tomorrow. I was like, yeah, I'm pitching. He's like, okay, you know what you're going to do, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit him, aren't I? That's just how it was played. <laughs> you know, it was those kind of things where, you know, this guy hits the home run, takes 50 seconds to go around the base as well. You know, happy for you that you did that, and now there's going to be consequences. You know, later on, that led into a, just a street brawl between the two teams <laughs> the next day, but it was a lot of fun. I loved it. I mean, you can't, obviously you can't do that kind of stuff in in, uh, in college, but, you know, I, I ran into that this past year. We had a, a team to, uh, you know, this guy hit a bomb off us and had a mammoth back slip and almost hit our catcher. You know, me being a coach, I can't do too much about it, but, you know, I'll tell you, if I was on the mound and my coach told me not to, you know, do anything about it, <laughs> I'm going to just let that go in one ear and not the other and, and take care of business my own way. But you're not coaching that these days. Uh, or maybe you are. <laughs> no, I have side Mike conversations. Mike outs himself in radio interview. <laughs> I love it. I have side conversations with some of these guys. Um, but, no, I just think the game should be played the right way. And, you know, sometimes it's unfortunate when we have camps and I see these little kids acting the way they are. It's like, man, you know, where, what happened? Why? What's going on? Um I know Justin Wells ain't teaching his kids to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you that. Mike Bolsinger with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Mike, is there somebody on this uh, staff uh, that reminds you of you? Uh, is there uh, like a Connor Nolan? Is there somebody out there you enjoy watching pitch? I like Nolan. I think he's a great pitcher. Um, uh, who's number 32? I forgot his name now. That's uh, Zach Morris. Yes, I like him too. Biased because he has number 32, 32. as I was. But, um, yeah, their pitching staff, I mean, there's guys in the team that throw hard, but I like to see these guys throwing their off-speed pitches for strikes. I think that's important. You know, nowadays everyone's hit fastball. It doesn't matter in college. I see guys, you know, we got some Tennessee throwing 100. He still, you know, gets lit up every now and then maybe in a blue moon, I guess. <laughs> but he's a little different. He throws 100 plus. These guys throwing 95, 96, you know, that's not hard anymore. That's a norm. So if you can show these guys that you can throw these off-speed pitches for a strike, you know, you're 90, 91, 92 mile an hour fastball. Now it looks like 95, and now you got more weapons. And I like how these guys are they're, they're pitching right. They're pitching to the contact, uh, not pitching scared. And they're, they're filling up the zone. You know, the last thing I want to see, especially as a pitching coach, is these walks. I, I you know, it's hard for me to get mad at my kids because I can literally tell you a story of me getting two outs and, and walking the next guy in four pitches. Now, I can't explain to you what happened. It just did. So it's hard for me to get mad at these kids when I messed up the same way they are. But I can give them some intel and be like, hey, you know, maybe it's a mental thing or whatnot. But, you know, these guys are pitching good on Arkansas staff, and I think they got a really good chance to win it. How do you relax at Omaha, you know, with, with such a huge stage, big crowd? You know, drink a couple beers. I don't <laughs> You just have fun. I had so much fun. I have just sitting in the outfield with Stephen Richards, um, you know, looking around, you know, playing catch with Justin Wells. Um you know, throwing little mini flat grounds with James McCann. You just kind of 
you know, in a sense, you have to say, hey, it's just another game. Obviously, it's not. You're in this huge stage, but just go out there and have fun. Um, you know, I don't remember being too nervous. I remember getting out there, maybe the first pitch, being nervous. You know, this is big time, Rosenblatt. But as soon as I threw that first pitch, it was, boom, I'm in the go mode, and I'm having fun. Good thing about college baseball, too, in a way. And, you know, there's some bads and there's good, but a lot of these guys, it seem like they're having a lot of fun, and I think that's the biggest thing, you know, it's a game. You know, not a lot of people get to be put in these situations that that uh, we've been put in. So I say enjoy it because, you know, I still pitch to my team out here, and I miss it. I get competitive against these guys. I love when they just talk their little trash, and I'm just out there like, okay, let's do this. I still got it. Don't worry about it. Mike, we heard from uh, Dave Van Horn earlier, and he was asked about what it would mean basically for him to finally win one. And I thought he did a great job of deflecting it, and it's not about him. He says it's about these players. He wants to see them you know, have a dog pile there, celebrating at the end. But he also talked about the former players, the guys who built the program, the guys who were there before them. What would it mean to you for Arkansas to finally win a national championship? I think it would mean a lot. You know, before we went to the College World Series, I believe it was the Toops home run that did it. And, and for us, we are like, man, let's play for these guys who, who, who paved the way for us. Um, you know, we want to repay it back to them. And, and you know, he's right with that. It's, it's for the players and it's for the former players. You know, we want to see, you know, we're, you know, me personally, and I know the other guys, we're all passionate about, you know, the Razorbacks. You can see it on Twitter. People love commenting. We love following. Um, and it's, you know, it's a culture to us. Once you're a Razorback, you're always Razorback. So it's, it's special. And again, me being a coach, you know, I look at some of these things and it's always, you know, it's about the players itself, the players now and it's about the players in the past. So, you know, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for them and I always will always follow them and I always be a Razorback and I, and I love that school and the fans with the, I mean, they were the best fans in college baseball. And, you know, again, you know, Van Horn's doing an awesome job. And um, nice to see him smiling a little bit more nowadays. <laughs> and back when I was playing, he didn't smile as much. And now he's starting to smile and have a good time. Now, it, with age comes perspective, and he's got plenty of that, I think, now. And it's, uh, you know, yesterday was perfect, Mike, I thought, for him. You know, it summed it up kind of where he's at. And he talked about how much he wants to bring a championship, but he also said in the next breath that, you know, it's not a failure of a season. He'd want the guys to feel like they failed if they didn't they didn't win it all this year. So I think he's been here enough and done it enough that, you know, he'd be a very calming guy to help guide a, a team through the arduous task of trying to win a World Series here in Omaha. So uh, things certainly change. You're right, though. He used to be kind of intimidating. I used to. I used to joke like I mean he was always good to talk to because he's so insightful, but it was always kind of intimidating as a reporter earlier in his career, and he certainly mellowed a little bit. But uh, anyway, certainly the standard hasn't changed for him. So we're gonna have to run, Mike. I appreciate the time, man, and uh, we'll all be rooting for the Hogs, and we'll see how it goes this weekend. But uh, but I appreciate the time coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you guys have a good one, and go Hogs.